Are you struggling to create engaging content for your B2B brand? Let Podcast Town help. Our expert services will help you develop a successful content marketing strategy, making your brand stand out and increase revenue. With our guidance, you'll create quality content that resonates with your audience and builds brand loyalty. Visit our website at podcasttown.net to learn more and to get started today. We help you launch, grow, and maximize. What's up, enterprisers? Welcome to another episode of the Enterprise Now podcast, where we shape the mindset of the high achiever to think like an entrepreneur. We talk with masters of the craft to get the cheat codes to success, helping elite enterprisers level up and maximize their brand. I'm your host, LZ, the mayor. Now let's get to it. What is going on, Enterprisers? Welcome to another edition of the Enterprise Now podcast. I have a very special guest with me. We had a good time before we hit record. Like, I wish you guys could have heard the pre-show show. It's uh, quite hilarious. Um, Sharon, thank you so much for joining us. How are you? Thank you for having me. I'm great. How are you? I am fantastic. It's been a really busy day of recording podcasts and all that stuff, but I suppose that's par for the course given that's kind of what I do. So exactly. And she guys, before we hit record, she told me I couldn't say meat and potatoes. I say meat and potatoes almost every episode, but this episode, I can't say meat or potatoes. So I don't know what we're going to get to, but it's going to be good stuff, right? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Can I get an oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. She even tried to not do the oh, yeah. I told her, you're the first person. You would be the first person in over 200 episodes to not do the oh, yeah. But anyway. I did it. <laughs> you you did do it. So I appreciate that. Sharon, you are a fantastic, bright business owner. But I happen to know, just from hanging out with other business owners, we have our favorites, right? What if you had to pick... What would you say your favorite area of business is? Sales, marketing, operations, or finance? It's kind of hard to say. I would have to say probably marketing, but it would be the grassroots marketing, the guerrilla marketing, the, the stuff that where you're in the trenches with the client as opposed to marketing to the client. Tell me a little bit about your journey into entrepreneurship. Oh my God. I think I, it goes so far back for as long as I can remember, even as a child, I was, I always had that entrepreneurial spirit, but I didn't know what it was. Girl Scouts, you know, I was always the top achiever for selling the cookies or when my kids were even in there, you know, when they, when they were in Boy Scouts or fundraisers for school, it was, I was always the competitive one. My kids always were the top sellers because mom was doing all the selling. For just and, and the sad thing is I could have I, I could have afforded to buy them what they wanted as opposed to just, you know, doing the hustle, but it was part of the hustle that really got me going. So the spirit of entrepreneurship has been in me for seems like forever. So take us through your your more recent venture. What is it and how did it get started? So I am the CVO of Impossible Women's Apartment Collaborative. We are a collaborative that 
it kind of, I always say, I, I don't say things happen by fluke. It was a destiny. Prior to that, I was an event planner and I always wanted to have a women's empowerment conference because I love helping people. And even in the industry that I was in prior to this, it was always, you know, hey, I'd love to take you out for a cup of coffee or I've been taken to dinner, nice elaborate dinners just to pick my brain. And it got to the point where a colleague of mine was like, she goes, so here's the thing. They can't afford your brain and you need to start charging for it. And I can buy my own coffee. So I, I started thinking about how, what is it that I can do? Like, how can I take that and turn it into something that's a little bit more satisfying where I'm still, I can be compensated for my time. So I thought about the, doing this women's empowerment conference and in the process of doing it, and it was a challenge to, you know, someone literally dared me to do it because I had said, I've been wanting to do it for years. And she's like, well, I dare you. And that's the one thing you don't do. So see how you said, dare me to do the, oh yeah, I wouldn't have even disputed it. Uh, now I can tell you that little secret. Noted. But yeah, so when she dared me to do it, it was just like, oh, here we go. And I'm thinking, okay, how can I promote it? What can I do to get it going? And that's when I thought of doing masterminds. Didn't think anything of it other than, you know, this is what I'm using to promote it. And we get through, and again, I, like I, was, I said, I was an event planner. I learned the difference from being an event planner and an event producer. Getting butts and seats is two different beasts as opposed to planning. So I really was on my hustle to get, you know, the, you know, butts and seats and in the process didn't realize I was building a business. So by the time we were, we got to the conference, everything was great. And last day, you know, a couple of ladies walked up. So when's the next mastermind? Cause we don't have it on the calendar. And I thought I was going to, you know, all of a sudden have like a twitch because I was just like, uh, <laughs> and I probably looked like a deer in headlights because I had thought that far. I'm like, okay, we're done. And I told them, give me a couple months to just kind of wrap my head around what that would look like. So I was blessed to get invited to, from by two different people to the same event and met this gentleman who runs a, a larger scale mastermind that is based out of actually where I'm at now out of Tampa, but his clients are like Jack Canfield and John Maxwell, that kind of stuff, you know? So he, he mentored Lisa Nichols and he, um, we hit it off really well. And he's like, let me mentor you a little bit. And he kind of filled in the gaps that I, I, the pieces that I was missing, that I couldn't figure out what this should look like. He filled in those gaps. And that's how Impossible was born because it was an Impossible Women's Department Conference. And I didn't want to change the website. So the, or the domain to the website. So I kept the C in there and changed it to collaborative because we are a group of women that we do collaborate. And, and I want women to understand being, you know, and having a collaborative spirit as opposed to a competitive spirit. Hmm. Where do I go with all of that good stuff that you just gave me? I'd like to talk marketing a little bit, right? Since that's, you said that's your favorite area of business. How does one, you know, somebody's listening to this and they're considering launching a, a business or a new service. What are some of the first things you did when you started thinking about how are you going to market your business? What I did and what I do now are two totally different things. Mm -hmm. So what I did was, like I said, I, I started with just, I did the spaghetti roll where it's like, you know, you, you cook it and then you, you, you make sure it's going to stick. You start throwing it at the wall and if it doesn't stick, figure something else out. And in the, but in the process of doing all of that, you start to see, you know, what can work, what doesn't work. And when you start utilizing the platform that I have, like I said, the mastermind and leveraging the knowledge of others, that's when I started learning different things that I could do that to be more strategic with how I was even speaking to my client. So we fast forward to what I do now, 
I, one, have learned that I first need to be in alignment with my own languaging, because if that doesn't make sense and if I don't walk my talk, it's kind of hard to sell it, right? Because at the end of the day, even though they say we serve or we support, it's still sales. So I, I learned that, you know, in order to be able to even help someone in their pain point, I have to first be, be able to understand that pain point and be in alignment with what that pain point is all about. Mm. So what are some of the ways that you've been able to identify? Because, right, entrepreneurship is about solving problems. What was the moment that you realized that there was an issue with women in, in empowerment? I know that that's sort of a, a, a very loaded question, uh, but I'm curious to know specifically for you, what was what was that moment? So I attended an event and it was a networking event and I was the, a double minority, the only a minority. And of course, talking about women's empowerment and explaining the statistics around men are the bread owners, but women hold the checkbook. And this one gentleman, a Caucasian gentleman, kind of leaned back in his chair with his arms crossed. And he looked at me and he says, well, women are always trying to compete with men. And at that moment, I realized what was going on was it, it was a sign of disrespect. And I just leaned forward and I smiled because I was very like I, inside. I was boiling and upset because I felt violated. And I just told him I had no desire to compete with men because I birthed them. And with that, everyone knew that I was upset at that point, but I did it with a smile because it's, you know, you don't want to let someone see that you don't want them to see the win because yeah, he won. I got upset, but he didn't need to know he won because deep down inside I was furious. That is a, an amazing story. I can just imagine the energy in the room when you said that, because yeah, I have two little ones and I was there for both of them. And if I had to do that, humans would not exist. <laughs> like carrying them for nine months and all the stuff. Yeah, no, I am. No, I, we would be in trouble. So yeah. One thing that I do know is I've done some things in my career and in my life that would not make, make me the proudest. And if you're anything like me, you have those moments as well. So what I want to know, Sharon, is what is the stupidest thing you've done? What's something that you've done that you think, okay, maybe that wasn't the best thing that I could have done? I guess that's a hard one for me because I look at everything as life's lesson is there's always something good that comes out of even if it is a negative. Mm -hmm. Right. But that's why I framed it that way provocatively on purpose, because I know that entrepreneurs in general we don't look at anything that we do as stupid, right? We are, we're always grabbing the lesson and it's what life does for us and not to us, which is why I call it stupid because it, it challenges us to say, you know, you know what? Yeah, that was stupid. I did it. It was stupid. Oh my goodness. And I've had time to think about this and I still can't come up with anything. <laughs> I think just sometimes making the decision to just jump into something without researching it and just just do it because it sounds good or it feels good. All right. If that's what you got. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I got. <laughs> awesome. So if, if people want to learn more about you, your business and, or to say hi, how can they do that? They can definitely check out the website at www.impossible. So it's actually impossible wec.com 
or they can shoot me an email at Sharon at I'mpossiblewec.com. And if they'd like to just have a coffee chat with me, I'm always open to it. They can go to the link bit.ly backslash chat with Sharon and the C and the S are capital. It has to be exact. Otherwise it won't go through. Got it. Well, I thought you said that it's expensive to pick your brain now. I like to get acquainted with people. And that's the one piece of my marketing that I do because it helps me to understand who my clients are and see if they're either a suspect, prospect or ambassador for me. Got it. Thank you so much for your time, Sharon. No, thank you for having me. This was so awesome. If you got value from today's show, we want you to join the Enterprises Elite email list for more nuggets and resources. And remember, no excuses, just execution. Go get it. What a fantastic episode. Hey, listen, I want to know something. What is the top concern that you have in your business? Is it sales? Is it marketing? Is it finance? Operations? Shoot me an email, mayor at podcasttown.net. I want to start a conversation around these areas of business and how we can work together and help each other shine even brighter.